So you're listening to www.panjradio.com. My name is Melissa D. Gordon, and you're on the red carpet with Melissa D. Gordon, and I have uh, a superstar on my radio station, and he's from Leave it to Beaver, Mr. Ken Osborne, who played... Eddie Haskell, how are you today, Mr. Yeah, Ken Osmond? Good afternoon, Melissa. <laughs> However, you, you do me uh, a great honor when you, uh, when you say I'm a superstar. I'm hardly that, but thank you. <laughs> Listen, um, I have, I'm, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on my radio show today. It's Valentine's Day weekend, and um, let me ask you a few questions. Uh, first of all, what was it like... Uh, playing the character of Eddie Haskell on Leave it to Beaver. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, in the long run, it's turned out to be an absolutely great character because he's, he's survived for so many years. And um, when was, like, when did they run the show? Like, from what, to, what year to what year? They were originally uh, produced in, from 1957 through 1963. Wow. And then it was, um, there was a lot of reruns. It was um, picked up by, it, it originated on, was it CBS? No. Oh, we've been on uh, uh, CBS and NBC. Yeah. And uh, it's not been off the air one day uh, since it was syndicated. And what was it like being on that series? Ah, it was, it was a great show to be on because we were all family as a matter of fact, there's only two uh, two others left now, uh, Tony and Jerry, uh-huh. and we're still good friends. We've we've remained friends with uh, all of the cast and even some of the crew. Wow! Uh, all these years. That's fantastic. Um, so uh, let me see. Uh, you were supposed to play on the show for one day, correct? Well, not just not. I don't remember whether it was one day or a couple of days, but it was only one episode uh, originally. Yes. And and um, what happened? How did you get to play Eddie Haskell and uh, get booked on the show as a regular? Well, the very first episode was called New Neighbors, uh, and I went and did that. It was just uh, to meet. Now I'd been doing sitcoms and westerns and stuff uh, all through the fifties. Uh huh. So it was it was just another. Uh, uh, single job that I was doing, and I did it, and that was that. That's cool. And a couple of weeks later, they called. Now, what happened in the interim? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I can only speculate that uh, there was good response from the public or from the sponsors. I'm not quite sure. But they liked the character. Somebody did, and the producers agreed, and they brought me back for a second show. And then a third and a fourth, and Eddie resulted how did you like playing Eddie Haskell? Well, it's great. I got all the funny stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know that was good, and you did. I remember, um, you know, how you would like kind of uh, talk to Mrs. Cleaver. <laughs> and um, let me ask you: um, Do you think your personality is similar to Eddie Haskell's uh, well, character? You know, I get asked this question a lot. Do you and, really? Oh yeah, yeah, and. Uh, I think my my standard answer, and I'm going to give it to you also, I think there's a little bit of Eddie in everybody, <laughs> but there's no more no more in me than than anybody else. Wow, that's cool. 
Um, so you played this devilish character, and um, who who came up with that idea? The director? Um, no, it's the uh, the creators of the show were Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier. Okay, tell me about uh, them. And they were absolutely brilliant uh, people. They they were responsible for the original radio show of Amos and Andy. Wow. Uh, and they're just they were really super funny guys, very witty and had had everything going for them. And uh, primarily, Eddie is a result of them. Now, of course, there was a little input from directors and uh, writers and and myself. Uh-huh. Uh A little input here and a little bit there, and Eddie uh, just resulted. That's amazing. You were like very sarcastically polite, and I'm you sorry? think you were very sarcastically p- polite. And mm-hmm. was that the idea um, from you or the director? Eh, I think that was <laughs> part of the original character okay. written in by uh, Joe and Bob. How did you get cast for the series? Like, what was your like? Did you go for an audition? Like, how, how did you get? Well, I, like I say, I'd been in the industry for many years prior to that, uh-huh. and uh, this was just another interview. And, and in the entertainment industry, it was referred to as a cattle call. Uh, every agent in town sends uh, every uh, client to the interview, and there was, uh, you know, fifty thousand kids at this original interview, and. Uh, they went through and they whittled it down, whittled it down. We got, I got called back and called back again. And wow. Over a period of three or four weeks, uh, I ended up in the number one spot. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That's great. That's, like, really fabulous. So you played, how, how, how many years were you on Leave it to Beaver? All six. All six years. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's so cool. Okay, so um, after you played the character. You've also played in Lassie and a couple other, I, because I remember watching Lassie, you've, you played a role well, in Well, I did Lassie. a couple of Lassies. Yeah. I did, I did one uh, very early on in, in their run uh, with uh, Tommy Reddick. Uh-huh. And then later on, I did another with John Provost. Amazing. Um, what other um, television series or films or um, commercials have you, have you been in? Oh, I couldn't even count for you, Melissa. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, I most that. of them you wouldn't even remember the names of, or maybe even never yeah, heard but, of them. But it's still, we like uh, to Telephone hear. Telephone Time and Loretta mm-hmm. Young Theater, uh, Miss, uh, Walter Winchell File, uh, Millionaire, uh, God, I, I Texan Lawman, uh, Colt Forty Five. Oh, I know that one. Uh, uh, they, they go on and on. Did you ever do commercials? I've done a few, yes. Which commercials? Well, let's see. Uh, the only one that was... Uh, I did a couple of nationals. I did one for Diet uh, Coke. Uh-huh. And I did a uh, Toyota. Wow. I've done a lot of uh, local uh, stuff. I did one for St. Joseph Aspirin. Uh, oh, just, uh, again, the list is, is lengthy. <laughs> so whenever um, an actor, like you know how actors, they have to put out a resume, and when uh, one time, oh yeah, of yeah, course, you, on yours it says list upon request. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, they're in commercials. Uh, 
you got to be careful about uh, when you're hiring somebody to do a commercial. You have to be careful that they've never done a commercial that would be a conflicting product. Right. Okay. So they, they normally uh, don't print the products you've done on a uh, resume. Okay. Wow, different. Okay, so um, do you think uh, the TV shows today are better or worse than the old um, streams that they had? There, In my opinion, there is nothing on TV today. <laughs> I, I, just, I don't even watch uh, production TV anymore. Why? Uh, what are... Be- 90% of them are sitcoms that are all canned laughter. They're, uh, they're produced like the one, around two, three, a stand-up yeah. comic, and they write a script around him. Do you think the acting is better or, or worse now? Like, like actors, do you think the actors are really, really good compared to when you were acting? On TV, uh, like I say, there's not a whole lot of actors on TV. They're stand-up comics. Right. Uh, however, there are some, some exceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got addicted to uh, to Breaking Bad. Oh, and I love that show. And uh, everybody in it just did an outstanding job. That's terrific. Okay, um, you after you um, retired from acting and 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 Leave It to Beaver, um, mm-hmm. you became a police officer, right? Well, not immediately, no. There was a number of years in, in, in between, but yes, so, I did become okay. a Los Angeles policeman. And, and, and uh, like, how did that tra- transaction happen? Uh, well, in 1968, I bought a house. Uh-huh. 1969, I got married. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I ended up with a mortgage payment and regular household bills and... I needed right? a job, and the city of Los Angeles offered me one. That's fantastic. Do you think anybody recognized you from the police station? Uh, the other cops did, yes, absolutely. I got ragged on every oh, day. Oh, gosh, I have to hear the but stories. But not people in the public, no. Can you tell me what they they uh, ragged on you about? <laughs> <laughs> not on anything you want to broadcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Hey, there is some scandalous kind of things like Alice Cooper, I heard. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, Alice Cooper is actually a pretty simple one. There were a number of rumors about the show. Uh-huh. Alice Cooper was very simple. Yeah. He had, was interviewed one, one time uh, by Rolling Stone magazine. Uh-huh. And they asked him what he was like as a child, and he said, I was Anne Eddie Haskell. <laughs> and they misquoted him, and they printed that he was Eddie Haskell. Oh, no. And it just took off like crazy after that. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, all of these rumors and everything, they're covered in my biography. Yes, and who's that by? I'm sorry? Who, who wrote the bi- biography? Did somebody well, else write it? Well, it was a uh, uh, completion by, by both myself uh, and Christopher Lynch. Yes. Uh, and I'll tell you, I love Chris. He's a I great guy. Awesome. I like him too. He's a nice, great. He's a gentleman. I like him. He's he's very cool, and you know I. Oh, I've spent many hours with him. We'd sit and talk, and he'd take yeah. notes, and uh-huh. uh Yeah, we spent a lot of time together, and, it, and it's been very enjoyable time. And the book is named Ken Osmond. Obviously, it's named after yourself, and um, 
and he, he writes this wonderful story and, and, and he, I heard you both, you know, would go out for, you know, maybe a cup of coffee or something and, and oh, hang, yeah. hang out and chat. And, uh, so, all right. So tell me like some of the really good juicy stuff like that. Anything like good, like funny. That's, you know, anything I'm sorry, in the you're book, out, hon. anything in the book that was, um, that was really cool to you that you can like disclose to us so we can uh, oh, buy the book. God, it's it, it's great from from beginning to end. I, I, I and maybe it sounds like I'm blowing my own horn. I'm, I no. don't intend to. That's not my point. Uh huh. But it's real easy to read. Uh huh. It's called Eddie, simply Eddie, and it's available on Amazon. Good. And uh, it starts off with uh, the first chapter is. Uh, my my getting shot on the police department. Wow! It's uh, it's pretty pretty interesting reading. Tell me more about it. Uh, my shooting? No, the book. Yeah, and the shooting. Oh. And no, the shooting and the book. <laughs> Both. <laughs> oh well, the book is uh, other. No, like I say, the first chapter is my shooting. Mm-hmm. And then it, the second chapter starts off when I'm in my early early age uh, childhood. Okay. And there's interviews there with uh, people I grew up with, uh, my brother included. Of course, he and I were very close as youngsters. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, typical things that we did as kids. Cool. Uh, when I was a policeman, uh, my partner and I unofficially adopted a young girl that was living on her own. Wow. And her story is in there. Chris uh, uh, Lynch. Roderick is, oh, Roderick. is her name. Okay. Uh, I don't know. At any rate, and we we just kind of took her under our wing, and and uh, she became a paramedic later on when she got, you know, uh, to be an adult. Right. And she teaches paramedics now, and has done very well with her life. And I, I'm still uh, friends with her all these years. Um, how did you? How did you get shot, and where? Uh, it was a incident. We were working uh, motorcycles, my partner Henry Lane and myself. Uh-huh. Uh, and we were down in the Rampart area, the cultural center of America, and working uh, deuce patrols, what we called it. Uh, we were, our primary uh, duty at that point was drunk drivers. Okay. And we were sitting there watching the traffic go by, and the broadcast came out about a stolen yellow cab, and, and it was pretty close in our area. And immediately thereafter, we see the, a yellow cab go by, and it's got the right numbers on the side of the cab. And uh, basically, we, we gave chase, and when he finally uh, disabled the cab in a crash, mm-hmm. he ran on foot, and, and, I, and we chased him. And I ran around a corner following him, and he'd stopped and waited for me. And he just basically blew me out of my shoes. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That's good. Wow. That's an amazing story. Um, I, um, you know, and it's heartfelt. Uh, do, you, um, do you plan to do any, like, any more film or TV presently? Do you, do, I'm sorry? Are, are you planning to do any more television or film? Uh, I'm not actively seeking work now. I, I did go down to Florida uh, in January 
yeah. and uh, did a movie for a, a relatively new producer down there. And it was kind of fun. And I, I had spent some time in Florida, and I wanted to go there anyway. So Right. Uh, yeah, I, I do things when they come around, if, if they're right. Uh, if you follow my career through, uh, I'm careful about what I do as far as the rating is concerned. I exactly. don't do R stuff, and I don't do obviously not X stuff. Okay. And this is just a feel-good family-type movie. And uh, so I went down and did that. And, and I do from time to time, but I don't seek it. Okay. Um, another question I have is um, when, you, when you got shot, by the way, were you wearing a bulletproof vest? I was. You were? And wow. two of the rounds hit the vest. Uh-huh. And one went under. But now this was oh. in 1980. And the vest, vest basically were very, very basic. They were the dinosaur of what policemen wear today. Uh, and there was, there was uh, definitely some major injuries to my body, though the bullets didn't penetrate. Mm. You're lucky. You're very... I'm more than that. <laughs> <laughs> You're very lucky. Um, how would you, like... Um... How would you like people to remember you by? I'm sorry? How would you like people to remember you by? Oh, God, I don't know. That's a difficult question. I, I hear don't you. know. Okay. What was the end of your career? What Was that the end of your career as a cop after no. you got shot? No, I was off for a while, a couple of months, I guess, uh, and it's referred to as IOD, injury on duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the doctors okayed me to go back to light duty, and I spent a couple of months in the in the office doing office work, but not out, out on the street. And eventually they certified me to go back full-time, wow. which I did. And I worked for a few months, and the uh, condition got worse, and they pulled me off the street again and said, no, take take a couple of months off. I did. And I went back and forth like that for quite some time and then eventually the doctor said uh we don't want you to go back yeah and that's that's when i uh Decided. left the department okay what do you like better act acting or being a police officer oh acting by far nobody, <laughs> nobody shoots at you so you miss yeah well pretend <laughs> but right i hear you do you miss acting uh i've still got my fingers so close to it that you know, it's, uh, I don't miss it, no. Uh, I'm still involved somewhat, uh, enough that I'm not going to miss it. No, I enjoy my retired life. Mm -hmm. You know, um, with, with when, when you were working with the sitcom Leave it to Beaver, did you, did you, um, was it like in, was it very hard to remember lines like every day that was that was on television every single day correct uh the the memorization is the easy part huh okay oh yeah uh, especially a young mind as i was then uh-huh. uh you read it a couple of times and you got it now today is a different story <laughs> <laughs> you know um I'd also like to ask you, hold on, another question. 
and um, I'm so happy to be with you. I mean, to actually to speak with you. And, and could you give other as actors um, uh, like some advice? Like, what what would you give somebody like like type of advice uh, I'm, for I'm like sorry, the new you're actor? Out, what would be the new actor like a new actor? Um, what advice would you give them today in getting into uh, showbiz? Don't quit your day job. <laughs> I hear you. Um, well, I, we, uh, it's been a few years now since I heard the figures, but at one point there were 93,000 SAG members, Screen Actors Guild. You're right. And 90% earned less than minimum wage. And what was that then? Do you remember? Oh, that was been 10, 15 years ago that I okay. heard the figure, but below federal poverty level. Yeah, no, I mean, SAG is very expensive, and, and uh, I think in Hollywood it's like $6,000, and so back when you... Oh, were, yeah, it's, yeah, it's still, it's very expensive union. I, was it expensive, how, you know... Well, by by today's standards, no, it's cheap, but, you know, back then, it, uh, it was still a lot of money. Right. All right, we asked, I had this other actor on, uh, and his name is Sean Poston, and um, I asked him, um, were there roles in acting that you refused to play? And you... uh, Yeah, like I, like I told you yeah. earlier, I don't do certain films just because of the content of them. Right. Uh, if you look at all of the childhood actors that mm -hmm. have grown up that have been arrested for all kinds of different things. Right. Got involved with drugs, uh, you know, paraphernalia that uh, you don't need in your life. Exactly. And you've never heard anyone attached to the Beaver Show that has been involved like that. And that's really true. That's very, very true. Oh, I, I'm very proud of that. I, I would be too. I think that's great. You know, today, considering you were a cop and 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 you you know had this great, wonderful, clean image on television in the fifties, sixties, you didn't have texting, and uh, no. but you did have drunk drivers. But now you have texting and drunk drivers. What do you feel about texting and driving? Since you were a police officer, uh, well, I don't do it, so uh, it doesn't bother me on a personal basis. But I, I think if somebody's involved in an accident that's texting, they're immediately at fault, period. I don't care any of the other circumstances. Right. Yeah, today is a, that's a, like a really bad situation. Anyway, I really uh, thank you for being on my show. Is there anything that you would like to I'm conclude? I'm sorry, you're fading again, dear. Um, I said, would there be anything else that you would like to um, conclude in, in our conversation? Is there anything that you would like to add to the conversation we had today? Um, no, you pretty much covered it. And like I say, it's covered in detail uh, in, in my book, Eddie. And it's, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, that's my second book. I have another one also. Oh, good. What's that? What is that I'm, one? I'm very much involved with the American Legion. Oh, I, that's I, fantastic. I love my freedom. I love this country. I love uh, our people in, in uniform. And Hallelujah. I have a book. It's called Above and Beyond. It's also on Amazon. 
This is great. And uh, it's just unsung heroes, people you've never heard of that have that have kept you and I free. And it's uh, well, the bottom line on the back page, I say, if if you cry while reading above and beyond, then I've done my job, uh, because you will cry at the end of each one of the. There's a whole collection of different heroes. And, and they will make you cry. They're wonderful stories. I'm really, um, uh, I'm really so excited that I spoke to you today. You are fabulous. You're still rocking America. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for being on my show, on the red carpet with Melissa D. Gordon. And well, I was Melissa, just. Melissa, thank you for having me. Yes, thank you, Mr. Ken Osmond, who played Leave It to Beaver, in. Um, Eddie Haskell, and don't forget to find his books that are out um, about his life by Christopher Lynch, which was Eddie, and the other one was again Ken. Unsung Heroes. Un- okay, and by- it's called right. Above and Beyond. Right, and who is that by? The author. Uh, that's myself. My every word of it. Oh wow, that's interesting. So we're going to check that out. We can find that on Amazon.com. And I thank you so much for being on my show again. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa. Uh, It was a pleasure uh, speaking with you. Anyway, thank you for being on my show, WWWPANJ Radio, On the Red Carpet with Melissa D. Gordon. See you next week.